Welcome to the Sideshow Podcast, the main attraction podcast, Patreon exclusive feed. Uh, I am your host, Justin. Joining me, as always, is our other host, Ryan. How are you this evening, Ryan? I'm doing well. Uh, I watched this finale for about the fourth time because we've almost did this show. <laughs> yeah. And I've enjoyed it each time. And uh, you know what? I have to say, Buddy Holly never gets old. That's true. He does not. He does not. He never does get old. You're not. What, you're not wrong about that. Why is that? Why? Why does Buddy Holly never get old? Like I heard got, that song. He's just got a voice that you just like. I mean, it's a very soothing yeah. voice. As is what he it is. is. So well, he's one of those people. Uh, and, and this is just a side. Had he not died, I think he would have been all time superstar. I mean, he has a legacy already. Oh but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be interesting to see because he was like 23. Yeah, he he was very young. I mean, he could have had... I don't know that he ever would have been as big as Elvis, but I think he probably could have been close. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Absolutely. So, for sure. Alright, so anyway, uh, we are discussing for you guys tonight, uh, we are discussing the, uh, the really the season finale. I mean, we'll obviously talk a little bit about some of the other stuff that happened in uh, the second season of Good Omens. I mean, some of the other stuff will probably come up. But nevertheless, our main focus is the season finale. Uh, Nate, I know you really enjoyed it, so we really wanted to go back and, and revisit. We were planning on doing this and the regular show a couple of weeks ago, and then the we had the recorder problems, and we uh, yeah. we just couldn't do it. So we may eventually put this out on the main feed, uh, but as of right now, we're just giving it to uh, you guys as a Patreon exclusive. Uh, so real quick, let's just kind of go into your general thoughts on what the uh, the close of season, of Good Omen season two was like. I absolutely enjoyed the finale. I thought overall the season. I don't remember enjoying it as much as the first because it took so long to get to right. the actual plot. Yeah, because it, it like we had all the, had all the little side steps. Now some of those were very very enjoyable, like watching Nazis get killed. I'll never not enjoy them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, but like uh, it was weird that like I, it was like after the second episode, like oh let's go find go to the pub and. And solve this Gabriel thing, and they really didn't until the end. Right. But when you find out, like, what the reason was for Gabriel, like, that he's in love with Beelzebub, I was like, what? I was like, yeah, and, no. and it was it was such a nice, and the way they did it was so good. And then, you know, they showed the little steps, and, like, there were little clues, right. you know, all along. I, I thought that was really good. I liked uh I thought the ending was heartbreaking. Though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on it. Uh, I don't think I enjoyed the journey as much to the finale as I did on the first season of this. Uh, yeah. And it's, kind of, it's like you said, because I never really could figure out where they were going. And honestly, though, I, it should have been obvious, I mean, that they were basically doing a love story for the entire time. because It really should have, yeah. Because Nina and Simone, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get these two these two people to fall in love and the entire time i mean this is what 
you know, this is what so many people, the, so many of the fans of the show and of the, of the original graphic novel were always, or I guess, I'm not sure if this was a graphic novel or just a plain old novel. I can't remember. Uh, but anyway, the fans of the, of the original book were all, have always kind of just wrote, wrote fan fiction for is like, you know, these two, these, this angel and this demon, they're in love with each other. They should be together. Uh, so obviously that's the way it should have been. And they were building towards that. They should have been, we should have known that they were yeah. building towards, towards, Gabriel being in love with someone that he shouldn't have, but just because of the fact that's what everything else around this season was was revolving right. around. So, like I said, it, it felt like I felt kind of like, well, duh, Justin, you should have seen that from the get go. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, I think you're right. I think the the finale is, is it's rewarding. I think it does pay off. And obviously, though, it is a, a heartbreaking moment there at the very end when Aziraphale just doesn't seem to understand that. Crowley doesn't want to be an angel. That's the reason you know, right. he he is a fallen angel. He was an angel at one time, and he decided he didn't want to be that, and that's the reason he is a demon now. And Aziraphale doesn't seem to understand that, and he, just, he doesn't seem to be willing to let go of that. And that's just kind of – and the fact that he's not willing to give that up for Crowley is – you know, that's that's the whole kind of the point of this. And, yeah. uh, you know – this whole season really kind of felt like fan fiction because of the way that they, because that's what, that was the thing that some people have been wanting for these two right. since they wrote the original book. And since we saw the original series back in 2019, so like I said, it did feel a little bit like fan fiction. And that's one of the reasons why I didn't really, I wasn't vibing with the, the journey mm-hmm. to get there as much. Uh, but like I said, I think it ended well. I thought it did. They did a really good job with uh, kind of wrapping everything up. I thought, I thought that part of it was great because they right. do such a good job of wrapping everything up. Yeah, I was reading. It sounds like um, season three will be this, the book that Gaiman and Patchett were going to ma- <clears throat> going to make. Right. But Patchett died. He died. Yeah, he so died. The story. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like this was this season was the branch to get us to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's uh you know that that's just what I was reading. That's what it sounds like. And. Uh, I was also reading that um, I'm trying to make sure the meta the Metatron the Metatron right uh, yeah he is actually Gabriel doesn't sound I don't think Gabriel's in the book I think Gabriel's Metatron okay gotcha and so like like this season the stuff with Gabriel's not in the book the Metatron is the is the villain. Okay. So you could kind of see that he's going to be the villain in, in yeah, season three. I could have easily see that. I mean that, that sounds very much like the case. It, it sounds like he's going to pit. Uh, Aziraphale against Crowley in in season three and do his best to try to manipulate that as much as he can and so that that'll be yeah. that's kind of going to be something that will be interesting to watch see how it plays out because because like I think you're right they did this was a much smaller season than season one it was uh, basically everything was contained to to that one street where Aziraphale's bookshop was I mean obviously when they went yeah. to the when they, when they did the, the the flashbacks and things like that that was leaving that area but nevertheless you know the main story and the main the main point of this entire season was all there in that was in on that sh- was on that street. So uh, right. I'll be interested if they go bigger for season three. I would think that they would just because I know a lot of this was yeah. filmed during COVID. Yeah. You have a lot of that. You have a lot of those issues going on. So they'll probably branch out quite a bit more and do a bigger season three. But I, I feel like that's where that's going. But I do want to you know talk about just Gabriel and Beelzebub. What uh-huh. do we? What do we see happening for them in the future? Are they going to be a part of this? Is this it for them? What do you think? I think they're going to be a part of it because yeah. they're not going to have a happy ending like they're expecting. 
no, no, I, I forgot so what planet they were said they were going yeah, to. I don't or either. <laughs> yeah, but I just, I think they'll get brought into the story. Yeah, I think they will too. I think they'll get brought into the story somehow or another. I just don't know how that's going to to take place, but I think they'll be brought in one way or another. Uh, yeah, I thought it was wild when they were like, you know, at the very end when he's like. Uh, the Metatron is like, oh, it's the second coming. And you're like, oh, we're going there. <laughs> yeah, we're going there, which uh, I'll be, like I said, that will be interesting because, I mean, the second coming and, and uh, Armageddon are kind of like intri- <laughs> intrinsically yeah. connected. Right. If you are, if you've read anything part of Revelation or the Bible, they, they kind of go together. And so, like I said, I'll be interested to see how they do that because this was one of the things that, that Beelzebub and Gabriel were fighting against. They didn't want to do a second they didn't want to take a second sh- shot at uh, at another Armageddon. So, like I said, I'll be really interested to see how they, they handle all that and what the second coming actually means in terms of this universe. Because, look, they obviously... The the Bible is kind of like... It's kind of like the... I'm trying to think. For this this universe, it's it's kind of like the guidelines. It's not, they're not really following the, the Bible. Canon. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, sort of like the canon. Like, like you see, like... Um, like Lord of the Rings has a canon, right? But the Lord of the Rings TV show didn't follow it, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You, I see what you're saying there, because like, like I said, I mean, they're just kind of like uh, they're just using it as like as a as a mining ground, basically for their for their story right. is what they're is what they're kind of doing. They're just kind of going in and fishing for what the, the parts that they like. And like right. I said, and this is what and look, Gaiman's an atheist, and so and we talked about this when we talked about the original when we did this originally back uh, about a month ago. He 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 is an atheist, so he just he finds the stories fascinating. He's just going to use what he wants because it's not doesn't mean right. anything to him. So obviously, if you're a devout Christian who like is following the Bible, you know, to the letter of the law, you're not going to like this show. You're not going to no, like what no. he's doing. Uh, but that's not what Gaiman's doing. That's not what Gaiman is. Right. Uh, so, like I said, I just find it's just a fascinating show, and I'll be really interested in what they do here in season if three. If you quote the Bible regularly, you are not going to like this show. No, you're not. Yeah, it's because it <laughs> just goes. Or I'm not even going to say that because I, I think you can like this show as long as you understand where it is coming into it. Yeah. Uh, that this is not supposed to be something that is like taking as a like a true biblical show like that and some people right. really have a really hard time separating those two things so they, yeah. they really do and i understand that so um we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. Anyway, uh, let's talk about where they we think season three goes. What are are that? When are they going to get one? Because I haven't heard any announcement about whether or not they're well, actually going to do a season three. That so, uh, Gaiman said that you know he has not. They have not signed on for it. Right. But his, all hopes are it's going to happen. If not, he'll write a book. I was like, well, that's not good because I'm not going to read this book. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no sense. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
you know, I, I there are times I read a lot of books and there are times I don't, and I'm at a point where I'm not reading as much, and yeah, I, know. I can't imagine this would be high on my list to read. Yeah, uh, no, I'm, I'm saying, like, so like I said, I, I, I do enjoy reading, but I'm at a point in my yeah. life where finding time to carve out to actually read is, is not the easiest yeah. thing in the world to do, so. Yeah, uh, I was reading a lot, and then this podcast happened, so <laughs> <exactly>. that was. <laughs> <laughs> that's, kind of, that's kind of the way and it I'm is for me, too. I'm podcast, to be honest, more than the reading, so, yeah. you know, here we are. But, um. I have a feeling this is going to get made because I was looking at uh, the top ten for Amazon, and this is still in it. It was, and I mean, it's you know been out a month. I think the binge was a really good idea with this. Yeah, it was a little six episode show. I think so. And and also with with the way it was not really with the the plot, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you'd have done week to week, you'd be like, "What is this? Has nothing to do with the plot?" You know, I can see frustrated and just quitting. So I think the binge. You know, well, with the strike and stuff, we have no idea when stuff's going to happen or, or you know, we already right. saw the peripheral stuff that's on the fringe is getting canceled. Right. I don't uh, think this is a fringe show for them, though. I, I don't think so either. So that, that's the one thing I think that it has going for it. It's a bad time to try to get renewed, though. I mean, it really is just because if you're not because they, they can't negotiate, they can't do anything right now. So it's it's yeah. and we'll talk a little bit more about that when we, talk, well, when we get to Blue Beetle. But um, and, to, and to be honest, I think. You would want to be Amazon. Would want to be in good graces with Gaiman, Tenet, and Sheen. Yeah, I would think so too. Yeah, I, I think they will. I think you're. I think I tend to agree with you. I think they will get a third season for this. But you know, just with the timing and everything, everything is up in the air, and uh, it's so there is a little bit more of a doubt there than I would probably yeah. normally have for a show like this. Right? Because uh, yeah, I, I would say no brainer if we weren't in these strikes. Right. So we'll, we'll just have to kind of wait and see on that. But um, if they do a third season, where do you think this story goes? I mean, it's got to go where they're separated, right? And this, and the second beginning, the second coming is happening, and um, and then somehow he's got to bring in Crawley, you know, to to save the day, right? I mean, got yeah. to be. He's got to he's got to find some way to to consult Crawley or to get to get his opinion or to work with him somehow kind of on the down low uh where the megatron doesn't the Meta, metatron make the megatron. <laughs> I will keep wanting to say the megatron too. Then. Uh, <laughs> Well, you got to think the Metatron. It, he hinted at he knows all about their them using each other, right. uh, Crowley and and Aziraphale. So that's got to come back and bite Aziraphale at some point. Or it could be that Metatron tries to use that to his advantage in some way. Uh, that's a possibility that yeah. he, that he knows that the, he's got this that the, the new Archangel is now is working with a former demon. He can try to use that against him somehow or another. I don't right. know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, there, there there could be a little bit of that in there in it as well. So, uh, but like I said, I'll be really interested. Like I said, the fact that you know Aziraphale just was so adamant about not going. I mean, he even says to Crowley at the very end, you know, I forgive you. And Crowley was just kind of like dumbfounded by it. He's like, how could you say that? I mean, at, at, that's just kind of the look that he's kind of giving right. Aziraphale at the end is. It is heartbreaking. You know that I, I don't know about you, but I'll end up watching that entire, the entire credits roll because like, are, is this how it's going to end? Is there going to be an end credits thing? But it's just the two of them just kind of staring at the camera, one in 
in extreme anger, Crowley was he's yeah. so angry about just what all took place prior to it. And then Aziraphale just so saddened because Crowley wouldn't come yeah. with him. He wouldn't he wouldn't give up his demon ways to come up to heaven with him. So like I said, it was just right. it, you're right, it was heartbreaking and it was really difficult yeah. to watch. So and, and, and I wanted to mention this because like uh I would watch Dave and Tennant and Michael Shane do anything together. Oh yeah. They're great uh, together. They're like that was one of the real pluses of this season we got a lot more of them together just right. bantering and, and what, it's just such a delight i don't know michael sheen's like sexuality i, I know david crowley is i think they're both uh heterosexual i think they are because yeah because yeah, they both had kids around the same time yeah. michael sheen was married to uh kate beckinsale okay like i knew da- i knew david Tennant was i wasn't sure about michael sheen uh but you know, for them to have such a convincing relationship together is really impressive, considering the fact that they are not gay men. Uh, and they didn't know each other before this, right? So I which mean, is, it's even crazier. So, it, like I said, it's just really, really impressive that the performance that these two give, and the way that they work together, and how good of friends that they've become, and how they can, you know, just pull that off. Because it's not easy for no. a a. It's not easy for a a straight actor to portray a gay actor. I mean, that's one of the things that when a lot of yeah. times we're a lot of film TV and movies are moving away from that because it is so difficult right. and it's so hard for them to pull it off that if it's not a gay per- actor playing a gay person, they won't, they won't use them for that very reason. And, and like I said, yeah. so it, it really shows just how good that these two work together are and how much chemistry mm-hmm. they actually have outside of. Yeah. It's when I, when I was reading the interviews, I was going back and reading like from the 2019 and everybody was like, wait, you two didn't, y'all don't know each other? Like, right. like they didn't know, it, like, it was just shocking because everybody would like, would have thought that they had worked together. Because, right. you know, they were around the same age, you know, and doing British theater and right. everything else. Although, I think Tennant is Scottish. Yeah, I think uh, he is, if you, if you're, if I remember correctly. But it's like, it's, it's our ignorance because there's like, I thought all these UK people knew each other, but no, they don't. <laughs> just like, just like all the American actors. All the Americans. Not, all, not all friends. Not all friends. They don't all each other. Yeah, you're, you're correct about that. So, uh, real quick, I don't want to go through like the whole list of awards and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but outside of those two, who stood out to you the most? John Hamm was hilarious. Yeah, that, that's where I was him going playing to go. a character that we don't normally see for him, just really dumb. You know, like it actually really nice. John Hamm doesn't play a very nice. No, character. he doesn't. That's tip, that's not very that's not very uh, normal for him to say the least. No. Yeah, so that was I. I thought he really, really stood out, and I liked him a lot more than uh, you know his normal, the Don Draper, right? You know, villain and Maverick. I, I I really liked him because John Hamm is very good. If you've ever seen him on Saturday Live and stuff, he's very funny. Oh yeah. So him getting to use it, yeah. Him in the Fletch movie, I, I it's on Paramount Plus. That yeah, I need to see that. I haven't seen it yet. It, it's really good. Uh, I thought he was really good. I really like Miranda Richardson. I know she played a different character in the right. first season, and so they brought her back as Shax, I guess the quasi villain of the, right. uh, the of Hell. I thought she was really good too. Yeah, she's I, I good. really liked her. Uh, she just had the worst henchmen of all time. <laughs> she, she really did. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm kind of with you on those. I, I thought they they really stood out. I thought they were I thought they were great in uh, this. And I know some season. people didn't like Muriel. I I thought she I liked her too. Muriel, who? Oh, that was she was the uh, the, the 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 sweet yeah. angel that was the, as posing as a cop. Yeah, the one that was kind of the naive or I don't know. I'm right, not sure right. if naive is the right word, but nevertheless, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think naive is right. Yeah, I, I thought she was good too. I thought I enjoyed her. I thought she was funny. Uh, 
just real quick, rating wise, what would you give it? I'd give it a loss. Yeah, that's where I would go to. I would give it a loss. I th- the first one is was pretty much a loss for me as well. This one's probably a little yeah. bit lower on the level of a loss, but it's probably still yeah. it's probably still at a loss for me as well. well. Unfortunately, I watched this so long ago, and I don't. I just remember really enjoying it. The first season may have been a succession. I you know I don't. Yeah, it, this is the problem when you're you're so far between TV. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I, and if I go back and watch it, I'm gonna have I'm gonna be you know thinking about this season so i probably would rate it differently but yeah, in the first season may have been a succession it could have been i know a lot of people one of the things that they one of the complaints that people had about it was that it was it was very faithful to the book people said it was almost too faithful to the book um okay but like i, said, I haven't read the books so <laughs> i can't I can't really uh the, the speak first to that. time i've heard uh something is too faithful to the books as a negative most people <laughs> rant about something not being near well, around what the books are well what i've read about that is people said you know they didn't they were too they were too hamstrung by it the fact they wouldn't they weren't trying to be creative and how they tell the story and all this type of stuff so uh things that may not have worked things that may not have worked that worked really well in the book that don't always work well on screen uh they they said that's that was kind of one of the things that they had with it so well you know gaming has a history of his stuff not working so yeah, uh, I would say what, uh, Sandman looked, worked really, really well. That was on Netflix. It worked really well. Yeah. I don't. People, people think that's besides this. They think this. Well, he's American Gods is his other thing. Uh, that okay. Was okay. Mostly known on on stars. And right. I think uh, I think he was involved in the first season, and it's it, I, from what I understand, it, it's pretty good. But the, I think it went three seasons. The others are terrible. Okay. Yeah, I never seen it, so I'm not sure. So. All right, anything else you want to add about this before we wrap it up and head off to our regular stuff? Uh, Nate, get everyone you know to watch it, please. Yes, I know. <laughs> I, I really want to see a season three. So, yeah, I do too. Uh, you know, I, I am concerned about them not doing it because, like I said, the, these studios would love to use the strike as a reason not to do something. Yeah, they would. You're, you're not wrong about that. So, All right, guys. Uh, well, we're going to go record our other stuff. Uh, we appreciate you all, and we'll catch you on the other side.